Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays, 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, I'll go for that cocktail. What do you think? Normally, that voice that you just heard would not be speaking right now, but in this case, it is. This is Voice Talent Ed. I'm filling in for Cigar Dave. He is on a special clandestine mission that, uh, well, he never gives us any details, and we know better than to ask. So, the uh, calendar may say it's October 4th, but uh, we're still in... National Bourbon Heritage Month here because it is the great American beverage. So we're going to pay homage to that great American beverage a few days after the fact. I have with me in the studio a gentleman, and I didn't realize that he had been with this show uh, for about 19 years, way back when it was still... We're going to still smoke this. Yeah. I did not realize. You've heard this man many, many times. He is our resident expert, and he's also the guy that keeps us, uh, all (laughs) of us, Cigar Dave uh, crew, lubricated whenever we do the remote broadcast. Definitely lubricated. Sommelier, Dave Cavanis on the Cigar Dave Show. Nice to see you, voice, and long ashes at you. Long ashes to you, and also to all of our veterans, our former military and current military. We're very happy uh, that you're tuning in and supporting the show. We love you. The best of luck and God bless. Yes. So thank you so much for joining us. And all of you who are listening out outside of the U.S., we have quite a few of those now, too. Yes, everywhere in the world, everyone's listening, because even though it is October, we are still enjoying September and Bourbon Heritage Month. I have a nice plethora of samplings for you to enjoy. You've got a bevy of beauty over there, pal. And even though Dave is on assignment Mm -hmm. and enjoying himself... He's probably jealous that he's oh, not going to get to taste you know some of it. these today. The way the light is hitting all this bourbon on this table, it's a beautiful amber glow. Oh, yes, I, it is. <laughs> never seen anything it's like it. It's looking good. I tell you what, man, and you you have a, a ton of this uh, stuff here, stuff I've never even heard of, certainly stuff I've never tried. I first uh, became acquainted with bourbon when I lived in Lexington, mm-hmm. Kentucky. Sure. I was up there working for a radio station, and it was all Kentucky. This radio mm-hmm. station was called WVLK. They're still on the air. And it was founded by Happy Chandler. Mm-hmm. Now, Happy Chandler, A.B. Chandler, he's a baseball Hall of Famer. He was one, once upon a time the baseball commissioner. Wow. And he was governor of Kentucky. And uh, in fact, I think when he was commissioner, he was also responsible for Branch Rickey mm-hmm. assigning Jackie Robinson. Oh, so nice. there was a lot of history there. And, and because it was so Kentucky, we got... Uh, privy to a lot of uh, all of the culinary delights as well as mm-hmm. the bourbons sure we had bourbon chocolates we would oh bring those goodness. in from time to time and those would <laughs> knock you on your keister oh, i'm power. sure just like rum balls down here oh man i we our news guy mm-hmm. had a couple of these bourbon chocolates one time and he said 
I, I'm, I'm buzzed. <laughs> I tasted one. I'm like, my God, what did they do? But I must have put about a shot in, in that single little <laughs> piece of candy. But everything was great there. I mean, there were so many indigenous recipes, like mm-hmm. the Kentucky Hot Brown. Correct. And that, that was, it doesn't really sound appetizing by name, but uh, unless you know its origin, sure. it came from the Brown Hotel mm-hmm. in Louisville. It was created by well, a chef the Brown, in the 20s. The Brown family is part of Brown Foreman. Really? So, yes. So I never made the connection. Back through the history of that area mm-hmm. in Kentucky. But one thing I'll say real quick, uh-huh. um, I'm going to have to come back one day and walk in on Dave, because since it is the end of Bourbon Heritage Month, but right. it was something of he being such a promoter of bourbon whiskey and of Woodford Reserve. The people at Brown Foreman mm-hmm. gave me a special bottle of Woodford Reserve for nice. the general with recognition for his years of supporting the brand and a really beautiful etched bottle here, special. So I can't wait to see Dave's eyes light up when I walk in one day. And That's beautiful. Here you go, General. Enjoy. <laughs> now, I brought a, a bottle of... Uh of Woodford Reserve in, yes, which, uh, which I didn't even know still existed. I think I sure. bought it for my parents when I was living in Lexington. It's mm-hmm. dated 1999. Mm-hmm. The seal is broken, but yeah. none of the contents have been no, have been emptied. So, as anticipated, has the alcohol still intact? Now, this might be a silly question, but does it continue to age in the bottle? No. Once it comes out of the barrel, it's just like wine. Anything that's uh, vitified or distilled, it's the barrel aging process, once mm-hmm. you put it into the glass receptacle or whatever it's going into, it's done aging. I see, yeah. Um, One thing, if I can keep going sure. on here, with Scotch whiskeys, uh-huh. when you look at a lot of the Scotches, they'll have an age statement on it. The oldest year of Scotch in the bottle is the year. So it's a 12-year-old, it's a 15-year-old, it's an 18-year-old. That's also with bourbon. So when you look at the bottle and you see a bourbon that might have a particular age statement, Mm -hmm. the oldest whiskey, because they're usually blended, they're not all from one particular barrel unless it says single barrel. It's a blend of whiskeys from current vintage vitification through past because they're trying to get a flavor profile that is continuous so it's always the oldest aged whiskey uh, what um qualifies a small batch small bourbon? batch you know <laughs> there's a couple vodka producers right now being sued because of the way they word what <laughs> handcrafted or something like that oh, is, it's a patent and phrase now well no it's just that you know the Somebody got jealous because at one time, small batch could have meant you only produce X amount of barrels, maybe mm-hmm. 10, 20, 100 barrels, to where some of your major producers are producing thousands of barrels. So I would think small, handcrafted small barrel production would be limited under 100 barrels maybe a year or of that particular blend. Mm-hmm. It's, it's handcrafted. And that's what a lot of people are looking for. It's one of the fastest growing segments in the whiskey segment is small crafted single barrel that type because it has a different flavor profile plus Mm -hmm. i have it you don't you want to come over and share with me i like that because now it's it's sort of like the craft beer industry Mm -hmm. you have all of these brands coming up and uh i don't know anymore going to the liquor store for Mm -hmm. uh uh, the portuguese princess colina (laughs) it's like an adventure yes and it should be because uh well, I probably shouldn't admit to this on the air, but we're on a first-name basis with everybody at the liquor store. And, <laughs> well, uh, life should be enjoyed, uh, yeah. and it should be an adventure. 
Sure, but it, to me, it's it's like almost as exciting as going to Lowe's. You don't know which which you what you which want to I, grab. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and that's what's really fueling the industry, the alcohol, whether it's wine, malt, or spirit, is all those unique items that are coming out. Mm-hmm. Yes, there are people that will buy the same vodka, the same gin, the same craft whis- whiskey or bourbon or tequila. Mm. But the younger segment of the market is actually going towards all those nuances. Mm-hmm. They want to try something different all the time. Yeah. I remember years ago in, in Latrobe, where I, Latrobe, Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. where I grew oh, up, yeah. uh, Rolling Rock came yeah. out with a, a Rolling Rock Bach. I thought it was fantastic, mm-hmm. but I don't think that they marketed it properly far enough right. out of out of Latrobe in the Pittsburgh area. And right, I, I even said, I bet you this is going to die <laughs> because everybody is going to want their pony or their horse or whatever they're correct. used to. I mean, you uh, in Pittsburgh, you had Iron City or an icy correct. light. And if uh, you ordered anything but that in, in, in the bars, they, they, look, they looked at you funny. Exactly. And that's then. But now that mm-hmm. beer, if they had it on the market, would probably be well sought after. Yeah. Uh, there are some pallets. Well, you look here, and we're blessed here in the Tampa market yes. where we have Cigar, Cigar City, City, and in, yes. over in Dunedin, you have Dunedin Brewery. Yeah. And there's even another dist- or brewery over mm. there now that just started up. So they're real fortunate in this market. But if you think of Denver, Colorado, or other places in the country, they have a plethora of nice small batch you know, distilleries and that mm. produce some good whiskeys and malt beverages. Yeah, you just have to expand your horizons and and you know not be a Johnny One Note with this stuff because you never know. Yeah, you don't you don't what you're missing to sound trite, but it's true. Well, it's easy for us to say that because we're adventurous people. We yes. love to try something <laughs> different and unique. But there are those people that it's the same thing mm-hmm. every time. They probably eat the same chicken sandwich or have the same beverage or do the same dessert <laughs> or whatever. And God bless them and all that. But the more people, especially for me in my career, mm-hmm. in the business I'm in, I need more people to be adventurous, to go step outside the box mm-hmm. and think bigger, see the whole picture, not the small picture. I don't think this question has ever been asked in the in the years that you've been affiliated with this uh, show, but uh, mm-hmm. how did you become uh, a connoisseur, a, an expert on uh, spirits and wines and champagnes and so uh, Well, my family has a background in consumption, so to speak. So um, we've always had parties. and We've it, consumed <laughs> a hell of a lot of it, too. <laughs> so it was looked upon to do that, and as time went on, I was fortunate enough to get a job in the malt beverage industry selling mm-hmm. Heineken, Beck's, Coors, mm-hmm. Miller products, and then from that progressed to some of the distillers or distilleries here in the Tampa market working for the distribution centers. And I've been with this particular one now 23 years. Oh. Products come, products go, but I've been very fortunate because I've sold the whole book. I've sold wine. I've sold their champagnes, their port portfolio. I've done mm-hmm. a lot of the training. I've been trained. I've gone around the world to various distilleries or wineries. And that's where you really learn a lot. Plus, I read a lot about it. And then uh, I've done spirits now for about nine years, almost exclusively. And uh, it's really opened my eyes up, just like the people creating things. There is no wall. Mm-hmm. There's only a wall if you see it. Right. A lot of people that are innovative do not see a wall, and they just create something, and they try it out. So I've been really blessed to be in this industry. Absolutely. I know we confer with you on, uh, well, around uh, 
the end of the year, we'll be mm-hmm. talking about yeah, champagne. Yeah. Champagne. Uh, that's that's one of my favorite <laughs> shows. And of course, uh, later this month, probably beer because yeah. for for Oktoberfest. Hopefully, but, uh, he throws in a nice German Riesling or Gewürztraminer. Well, I'm I, trying to get him hooked on Gewürztraminer. I noticed a couple of the harem, which he was kind enough to leave us the harem. He gave us the keys to the yes, uh, to the did. kingdom, but he didn't give us the keys to the pleasure palace. <laughs> Dag on it. But uh, yeah, the uh, and by the way, the Portuguese princess says hello. Colleen well, couldn't make you. it with oh, me today. Beautiful. She said, "You go up there and you have fun with the boys and and just ju- enjoy yourself. Have fun within reason." I said, "Well, wait a minute. The harem is going to be there." And she said, within reason. I said, baby, I've got a lot of reasons. And I don't kiss and, that's and when tell. She, She's not going to hear well, anything from that me. That was when she took a swing at me. But, uh, you know, I think well, we're, we're past that now. Beautiful. But, uh, anyway, Bourbon Appreciation Bourbon Appreciation Month uh, continues a little after. Uh, just ignore the calendar. Uh, we will have, uh, I guess, the first uh, tasting momentarily, right? What yes, is that going uh, to be? If you give us a preview. Well, I'm going to talk about bourbon, then we're going to try out this Woodford, and then we're going to maybe make a couple of drinks, uh, classic drinks, since I don't have our mixologist here <laughs> with us today. And then we're going to do some Angel's Envy, High West, Michter's, Hudson Baby Bourbon, and then you brought down a nice W.L. Weller Special Reserve. Yes. It's, this uh, should be interesting. It's moderately priced, moderately priced. I, I enjoy yeah, it. It's all, it's no, all good. fancy. It's all good. Okay. All that and more coming up on the Cigar Dave Show. This is Voice Talent Ed filling in today and hopefully uh, not uh, setting the place on fire, (laughs) along with sommelier Dave Cavanis. Stay with us. You can now listen to the show 24-7, both online and through the General's new mobile app. Go to CigarDave.com for details. I've traveled around the world, played poker with sharks, and chased the thrill of first love. But no experience matches the new 1875 Romeo y Julieta. Crafted in Honduras with specially aged vintage tobaccos, rich, bold, spicy, notes of hickory and dark chocolate. Available exclusively to your local tobacconist. 1875 Romeo y Julieta. The next chapter in your favorite love story. Surgeon General warning, tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. As a cigar connoisseur, one of the pleasures that we derive is walking into our retailer's humidor and seeing the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. Nine years ago, I had the idea that I wanted to share great cigars with the cigar lieutenants. So, the Officers Club was born. Every month, you will receive three fantastic premium cigars direct to your door, shipped in a very dapper Officers Club customized Ziploc cigar pouch. $22.95 per month gets you the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. No long-term contracts. You can cancel whenever you want. You enjoy great cigars right to your door. Names like Perdomo, Diamond Crown, Brickhouse, San Latano, Rocky Patel, Torano, CAO, Avo, Camacho, Greycliff, and many more. Join the Officers Club today. Go to CigarDave.com, click on Officers Club, and for $22.95, you'll get the latest and greatest in the world of cigars. In 1964, Jose O. Padron began rolling cigars bearing his name in modest surroundings with one guiding principle, always focus on quality, never on quantity. 
Nearly 40 years later, Padron cigars are recognized for their superior taste and majestic construction. The result of Padron controlling all aspects of the cigar making process, including planting their own seeds, growing and curing their own tobacco, and constantly supervising the rolling room. To Wall Street, it is called vertical integration. To the Padron family, it's called making great cigars. The Padron lines include the Padron 1964 Anniversary Series and the Padron Traditional line. All Padron cigars are wrapped in Nicaraguan sun-grown Habano tobacco, available in natural or maduro. Experience Padron. For your Padron retailer, call 1-800-453-5635. When Padron is on the band, quality is a matter of family honor. Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco use increases the risk of infertility, stillbirth, and low birth weight. How long I've been on? When you're drinking, when you're drinking, the show looks good to you. When you're drinking, you get stinking, it helps your point of view. When you're sober, when you're sober, the skies all seem gray. This other lyric, this when is When you're great. sober, life's a pain. In the, in the, he wouldn't say the so word. So keep drinking. That's right, you are at the right place. Your two-hour respite from all that's ridiculous <laughs> in life. This is the Cigar Dave Show. I am voice talent head filling in for the great one today. He is on a clandestine mission, and it's uh, it's anybody's guess what exactly he's doing. I have with me one of the uh, foremost experts on bourbon, which is what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. As I said, ignore the calendar because National Bourbon Heritage uh, or National Bourbon Heritage Week or month is over because it's October fourth. We have sommelier Dave Cavanis. Now, I guess before we even get into the tastings, we might ask, what is bourbon? What is bourbon? Well, bourbon is an American whiskey. Mm-hmm. It's barreled age distilled spirit made primarily from corn so there are some legalities some prerequisites to it. okay yes exactly bourbon can come anywhere from the united states it can be made Not i just, have one from utah yeah which is a very nice whiskey it's a whiskey but it's it has to be at least 51 percent corn it has mm-hmm. to be aged in new oak barrel charred barrels mm-hmm. for at least two years and then there's the stipulation on how high they can distill it at and what it's got to go into the barrel at but it's an american icon it's from the 1700s this goes back all the way back to the whiskey rebellion Mm -hmm. america's new birth and all that but primarily it's a corn whiskey i understand there's a little bit of controversy where bourbon gets its name uh whether it's bourbon county in kentucky or or uh new orleans well the majority of the whiskey comes from that area in Kentucky, mm-hmm. which is Bourbon Kentucky. County. Yeah. So that's where a lot of people think that a bourbon is from Kentucky alone. But no, uh-huh. it just has to meet natural requirements of its uh, percentage of mm-hmm. corn in it, the aging requirements, the new charred oak barrels, and the amount of alcohol percent going into the barrel coming out. Usually it comes out around the 80 
you know, 80, per, 80 proof, 80 to 92 proof, whatever it is. But, you know, New Orleans can complain, but the majority, it's over 90% of bourbon mm. whiskey comes no out of... No offense to New Orleans. Yeah, uh, it comes yeah, out of Kentucky. City. So, yeah, yeah, it is a great city. But uh, now, um, somebody told me that they are not actually making any bourbon currently in Bourbon County. Is that true? Oh, I would find I, I that, read that as... Yeah, I, I, I thought that was a little odd. Well, Bardstown is in yeah, Bourbon County. I was just there last okay. year. I went up for the Bourbon Heritage Festival. Yeah, they have Heaven Hill their, and oh, all those all other things up, up there. there. Yeah, yeah. Cause and uh, <laughs> there's a lot of barrels in a lot of aging rooms, and there's distilleries all throughout the area. Mm-hmm. So, so I don't know where that would have come from, but I would think that's false. All right. So, yeah, there are... I uh, wonder how many uh, distilleries they do have. Uh, oh, I don't, I, I don't know. But one of the unique things about it is every day I was just talking to some of the people I work with. I've got some new whiskeys coming on, a couple of bourbons. Every day, because of the segment, more and more people are going towards whiskey... Vodka is your number one consumed spirit. Mm-hmm. Rum is a very popular spirit, especially here in the state of Florida, oh, where it's sure. warm, and because of the Caribbean influence. But whiskeys are off the charts now, mm. and it's women and younger people feeling it. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of the older consumers like scotch. They like that peatiness sure. and all that. But the younger consumers and women love bourbon and american whiskeys because they're a little softer on the palate Mm -hmm. they go down and you can drink them neat as you could scotch but whiskey is exploding that's that's interesting because uh the the, it's going to be the younger people who uh who keep uh those bottles going off the shelf like exactly uh, if you look at any of the icon brands that are out there it usually started you know i'm a uh product of the 60s so Mm -hmm. who started bell bottoms and things like that long (laughs) air i'm sure they were there before but they're the ones that fueled and drove that i can't picture you in bell bottoms pal oh yeah i'll have nightmares about that i had a day hey lots more coming up here on the cigar dave show it's voice talent head along with sommelier dave cavanis and we've got more about bourbon and who knows what else we'll come up with and challenging time when the government is trying to outlaw premium cigars and take away the art form of enjoying a beautiful cigar, we decided to introduce our brand called Prohibition. This cigar is going to be the bootlegger's dream. A gorgeous cigar made in Esteli, Nicaragua, triple capped using a broadleaf wrapper and a Mexican wrapper from the San Andreas Valley. It's got Nicaraguan tobaccos from the Nicaraguan valleys of Esteli and Jalapa, It's rich, it's complex, it's got some spice, some white pepper, and a ton of sweetness. Full of flavor, this cigar is one that you're going to want to enjoy, and you're going to bootleg. And that's why it's called Prohibition. 
Enjoy it. I promise you're going to love it. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now, and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. Yes, indeed, you've come to the right place. The Cigar City, Tampa, Florida. We are in Humidor 1A, and you have the Cigar Dave Show on your radio or your mobile device or your laptop or wherever you're listening to us in whatever part of the world. This is Voice Talent Ed filling in for Cigar Dave today. And, of course, we have not forgotten the National Cigar Litation Ceremony, a tradition. So, this um, cigar is the, the Syndicato. This was one of the uh, September Officers Club selections and if you're interested in uh joining the officers club you can get all the details on uh, at cigardave.com i'll give you a little bit more information about that as the show goes on but this the cigar that i have here is a syndicato this is the company that our buddy jim colucci runs and uh this particular one is the syndicato maduro it's a uh, a san andrean maron wrapper the binder is an Esteli Nicaragua double binder, and the filler is an Esteli and Jalapa Nicaragua. And this is just a, it's got the little twisty thing here on the end, the, in true Cuban style, so I don't even need a, a cutter. And this is just a, a beautiful stick. I've got my uh, little torch lighter, nothing fancy here, nothing as ornate as uh, the general would uh, use to light this. And so, and... And uh, yes, the uh, by the way, the uh, General's lighter is uh, in the R and D laboratories. It will be available. The official Cigar Dave lighter. Everybody's everybody asks me when is that coming out. It's still being tested. Your guess is as good as mine. I can't wait. Ah, I tell you. You got your cigar already? Yes. All I've been right. enjoying puffing on it. It's I know really you, delicious. You beat me to it. You're in I the, usually do. General's always gener- uh, you know, jealous that I can beat him to it because he's got to go <laughs> oh. through the, I always program. do that too. I'm 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 fire, I'm all fired up before he even starts the <laughs> litation ceremony. Normally, I'd be sitting by my pool Correct. in Venice, Florida, yeah, exactly. uh, listening to the show. But hey, I got the hot seat today. Mm. I'll get the even hotter seat if I drop this lighter. All right, let's light this damn thing. Oh yeah, nice right, flame, nice. beautiful. Oh, that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Puffin' mm, rotate. Mm, mm, mm. Yes, if you are not uh, a fan of cigars. Uh, I, you should I, be. I feel bad for it. It's like the man who doesn't drink. Uh, yeah. You know, if you don't drink, uh, it's, yeah, you, know, you don't when have you wake to up, it's the best you're going to feel all day. enjoy it. Yes. So, well, now, bourbon. You've got, a, like I say, a bevy of beauty here with bourbons. You have uh, given me something here. I guess uh, this is, what is what is this? This is Woodford Reserve? Well, I gave you some Woodford Reserve. That's going to be the special bottle that I'm bringing to Dave when I get to see him again. But going back to what we were uh-huh. talking about with the bourbon and all that, it can be attributed back to the early 1700s. Uh-huh. And it was a Baptist minister who was a distiller named Elijah Craig. And you can find Elijah Craig now in the market. He's credited with making the first 
bourbons, the whiskeys of the time. Back then, a lot of uh, distillers were farmers, and they had mm-hmm. extra, whether it was rye or corn, and they would wheat, and they would then distill it and create extra money for themselves and all that. That's that's funny because I uh, you you would think a, a Baptist minister wouldn't they be kind of against uh, liquor? Because Nowadays it, I would think so, but back then no. There's a lot of religious. Yeah, I had a breakdown here, and I'm fiddling around to try to find it. Uh, there are quite a few dry counties in Kentucky where they make this stuff, and uh, it's it, it's kind of silly. What's interesting <laughs> I think by is, today's standards. It's interesting you say that because my company represents Jack Daniels, uh-huh. and the county it comes out of in Lexington, Kentucky, that area, is a dry county. So when you go to the distillery, you can't really drink or taste it or buy it there. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I mean, they must uh, those those dry counties. They must totally empty out on a Saturday night because everybody wants to go someplace <laughs> where they can have an adult beverage. Exactly. But uh, I had a breakdown here, and doggone it, I can't find it. Which uh, I was interested to find that uh, there are like thirty some dry counties. There are more dry counties in the state of Kentucky than there are wet w- counties. Wet counties, sure. and there's a term I'd never heard of: moist counties. I've never heard of that either. I, What's well, a moist I county? looked well. I would I would have uh, I would have some descriptions here that would probably turn uh, mm-hmm. humidor 1A into a parking lot because the FCC wouldn't let me say them. Wow. Uh, facetious, of course. But uh, right. what it is, I guess it's uh, counties where there's at least one city, which allows the sale some of beer or wine right. or something. Wow, but, that's uh, interesting. I know in the northern part of Florida, there's a lot of dry counties. We really? actually have an office, my company does, in a dry county. I didn't even realize yeah. that. And, you know, here I live here. Mm-hmm. You learn something new every day. That's why you listen to shows like this one. Exactly. So what we're tasting right now is the Woodford Reserve. Okay. And Woodford has been distilled at the same site since 1780. Wow. I visited that distillery. It's beautiful. It's out in the middle of the woods. It really is. around a lot of horse farms. Oh, yeah. Well, you're never too far from a horse farm in the bluegrass. uh, and, And those barns. Mm-hmm. Where they where they age it, they where have they, that yeah. green, almost a not a lichen, but a, almost a mold. Well, that's the angel's share. It's ah. the alcohol that's dissipated, turns the wood or whatever the metal of the building black or very mm. dark. And that's why the angels sing. Little. That's why the angels sing. Little little and, tribute there to Johnny Mercer. <laughs> but uh, so this is that's this good. is wonderful stuff. That is good, isn't it? You get a really nice flavor profile on there. Mm. One neat thing about it just explodes on the tongue. Woodford is they don't just come out with their regular reserve like this. They've actually come out with a double oak bourbon. They've had Ooh. a bourbon that they did in Sonoma Coutrere barrels. After they've made the whiskey, they've put in Sonoma Coutrere. They've actually done a four grain batch. They've done a seasoned oak finish, a maple wood finish, an aged cask rye. Mm. So they try to keep new and up-to-date with what people like to try. But their horse, their bread and butter is what we're trying right now, which is delicious. This is some of my favorite. I I bought all kinds of this uh, when I lived back in Lexington. I like it. It has a really Mm. nice mid-palate flavor profile on it. It does. It does. You get a little sweetness off from the aging and all that. You know, barrels will give you that vanilla taste or Mm -hmm. a little bit maple Mm. Or something sweet along that, but it has. I like a little bit of maple. There's some of those uh, hooches that they have out there. It's like drinking maple syrup with a kick. Well, they're you over know? the top, and that's what they oh, want yeah. to do. I don't know whether to drink it or put it on my pancakes. 
<laughs> but uh, yeah, that's that's super nice. That so, is very good. Yeah. So this is very affordable. It's you can find this all around the country. Mm-hmm. This particular uh, beverage that we're enjoying right now, and since it is the end of Bourbon Heritage Month, and I wanted to do a classic cocktail. Yeah. When you think of bourbon, you think of Manhattan's. Oh, I see the cherry in there. There you go. The maraschino is. cherry with Beautiful. the sweet vermouth and just a dash of bitters. Mm. How's that? Sommelier, Dave, this is off the chart. Oh. You, you might have to drive home. <laughs> Mixologist Ryan might have just lost yeah. his job on that one. I'll call the tow truck and have uh, Colleen come pick up the car in the in the uh, parking lot. Yeah, well, we've think uh, about the harem. Maybe they can take you. Well, home. I mean, yeah. I mean, you, we got to mix up a few of them to keep those <laughs> girls happy too. You know. Oh, they're happy. So, I can see them yeah, smiling over there. Yeah, they've been peeling you grapes all morning. I've never seen them, people eat grapes like that. You know, yeah. grapes make wine. Absolutely, wine makes happy. Well, that does. I like make, being happy. Make some people wine though too. <laughs> but hey, we've got a lot more to come here on the uh, Cigar Dave Show. This is Voice Salad Ed, and what a pleasure it is being here in the hot seat today. I guess uh, we're going to break for a commercial, and that's a good thing because that means I have not driven all the sponsors away, (laughs) and that could have happened. Lots more on The Cigar Dave Show. Please stay with us. Listen to Cigar Dave anytime and anywhere with podcasts of the show. Download them through iTunes or visit CigarDave.com. It's an exquisite day here at the Jensen Estate patio overlooking the 13th green. And we're underway. Jim Jensen has chosen his favorite stick. The Diamond Crown Number 4 by J.C. Newman. See the way he holds the cigar, Tom? Mm -hmm. Excellent balance and heft. Ooh, he's eyeing the Silky Connecticut Shade Wrapper. Fermented twice for the smoothest, richest flavor. And hand-rolled by the Fuente family with a blend of six to seven distinct Dominican and Caribbean basin tobacco leaves. Each lovingly aged for at least five years. Oh, now Jensen's lighting up the Diamond Crown. He's got a precision burn, Tom. Mm, Those highly complex flavors with hints of dark chocolate really deliver, Bill. Yes, like all cigars in J.C. Newman's premium diamond crown line. That'd be the highly rated Maximus and the Julius Caesar. Ah, now Jensen's settling in, rolling the rich smoke through his nose. Look at the satisfaction on his face, Bill. Oh, a thing of beauty, Tom. Experience the premium Diamond Crown brand by J.C. Newman at select retailers or Diamond Crown Lounge near you. Find us on Facebook at J.C. Newman Cigar Co. or visit diamondcrown.com. Gurkha Cigar Group, maker of the world's finest cigars, is proud to announce several new cigars. Cellar Reserve Edition Especial has a Corojo wrapper and 18-year-aged tobacco. It's a medium-body, full-flavor cigar that's packaged in a beautiful piano-finish mahogany box. Royal Challenge Maduro is set inside a traditional leather-style box with a platinum band and embellishment. It pairs the Habano Honduran binder and Nicaraguan Dominican filler with a perfect broadleaf Maduro wrapper. This mild-body full-flavor cigar has a smooth draw with earthy, flavorful tones and a sweetness on the lips from the wrapper. The classic cigar, Havana Blend, is from the East India Trading Company. This cigar uses a proprietary blend and filler with 20 different tweakings of the blend to get it just right. It's a box-pressed, medium-body, full-flavor cigar, including earthy, nutty overtones. Get these new cigars and all Gurkha cigars at your local retailer. Gurkha Cigar Group, maker of the world's finest cigars. Small shack in Kentucky, I've lived most of my life. 
And I do things my own way I don't take no one's advice I'm a simple man, an honest man I get along just fine When times are tough I got three things that help me every time Got guns and bourbon That's Ambrosia. God's Guns and Bourbon. This is the Cigar Dave Show. It's voice talented filling in for the general. He will be back next Saturday. And when he comes back next Saturday, brace yourselves, lieutenants. Big announcement. Big announcement about an Alpha Pleasure Fest happening right here in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. And we want you all to... uh, so get ready and join us for that. Also, I also understand that uh, next hour we will be joined by, from none other, uh, by none other, I should say, uh, than Mick the Brit in the European Theater of Operations. He will join us, and uh, so we will uh, look forward to that. Well, it seems that uh, there's another situation at the Villages. I think I'm going to start referring to that as the Viagra Capital or Vitality Virility Central. Uh, if you recall last summer... At the villages, there was a uh, 69-year-old lady and a 49-year-old male who were caught having sex right in the middle of town square. Why would you do that? I mean, would you? I, I guess they, they figured that some of the old codgers that live there have forgotten how to do it. So they're going to give them a step-by-step little. I mean, you, I, I, they, you first you put it here. Well, now we have a situation where the, it's this a... This is too much. Oh, my gosh. Could you... We, we have, uh, you know, it, it, get a hotel. There are all kinds of hotels at the villages. In fact, I Googled yes, it, they are. and it even says find cheap hotels. Yeah. So if you're going to do that, well, now, the latest is a 40-year-old woman and a 47-year-old man. Now, they, uh, that's a little young. And, and Very we don't, young. We don't know, if we're living in the villages, I think you have to uh, be 55 to, mm-hmm. what, maybe to own a place, Correct. but obviously you can be married to somebody or going out. You know, Maybe they somebody. work in the area. Well, that's just it. We don't know if they're uh, they they are uh, they live yeah. there or they're employees mm. of the business. So, uh, but what happened with them is they went at it on an electric box in the middle of an intersection at by an intersection, full regalia, couldn't miss a thing. You know, nothing left to the Holy imagination. Cow. And uh, but uh, I don't know if they're employed. Uh, if they're employed, they were. Well, they, if they're employed anywhere, I think he picked a hell of a position to uh, or a hell of a place to uh, show her his benefits package. <laughs> God, people, come on! It was electrifying. Get a hotel. So it is uh, still National Bourbon Heritage Month. Yes. At least on the Cigar Dave Show, I'm here with uh, Somalia Dave Cavanis, one of his many appearances on the show. Oh yeah. And he has blessed us with some absolutely beautiful bourbons here. This is going to be a treat coming down the pike here. Uh, We were just over at Woodford. The gentleman, and Dave's had him on his program when he was alive, is Lincoln Henderson. He worked for the Braun Foreman group, Mm -hmm. and he created Woodford Reserve as Jack Single Barrel and Gentleman Jack. Mm -hmm. He was on that production team. Well, then, after he retired from the Braun Foreman group... He was brought out of retirement by his family, and he created Angel's Envy. That's good stuff. Yes, it is. So where alcohol dissipates 3 to 11%, whatever, depending on what you're making, 
it's known as the angel share. Mm-hmm. Well, he always thought that, well, the liquid I have left that didn't dissipate was the angel's envy because I got it and they didn't get it. So he came out with this wonderful bourbon, and after they create it, then they put it into port barrels for a little bit of aging, and it's just wonderful. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful stuff. And then this is, that's this right here in this glass. Yeah. Correct. That is, wow, that was powerful. That was very nice. Mm. What they've done here lately is, like everyone, they're starting to produce 100% rye. So it's not mm-hmm. a bourbon. It's just a rye whiskey. Uh, rye whiskeys are extremely popular right now. When you go back to the days of Prohibition, mm-hmm. what was on the market, what would come across Canada mm-hmm. was, was rye whiskey uh-huh. due to the fact that up in Canada, all the fields were producing rye to where you come into the United States because of the weather difference, you produce a lot more corn down here. Mm-hmm. Hence the bourbon and all that. So now, a lot like you were talking about the small batches or the craft beers mm-hmm. and things like that. Well, people are really excited over rye whiskey again. They're experiencing it. It has a darker hue. I understand. Yes. Yes. Oh, I see. Actually, I don't just understand. Right. So you might have to drive home. <laughs> I've got somebody in the harem. I've already hooked up. <laughs> She's peeling your grapes. I know. You're lucky son of a gun. So, uh, yeah, I might get lucky. So, uh, Angel's Envy now has an actual rye, 100% rye whiskey, but their flagship, the bulk, is this mm-hmm. one right here, which we're enjoy- enjoying right now. You're going to get that beautiful reddish amber hue mm. and uh, copper mm. overtones. Going to be real nice. It does. Should get copper some copper overtones. That's exactly what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's because of the barrel and uh-huh. and then the port aging. They're using used port barrels. Oh, that's nice. You'll get a little bit of vanilla on it from the actual barrels that they're utilizing. And you should get a little bit of maple syrup again. Yeah. I mean, it's just synonymous. You know, normally when epicures tell me, oh, you're going to taste a a hint of uh, uh, catsup and a little uh, nuance of asparagus. (laughs) I mean, I'm like, come on. Maybe if you're you're drinking a Sauvignon Blanc. (laughs) I'm serious. Really? Yeah, asparagus, sure, something like that, or maybe a Malbec or something along that line. I thought I was coming up with the most outlandish thing that I could, and you you actually mean that there might be a claim. Okay, I'll I'll trust you. I trust you implicitly. (laughs) Don't trust me. Trust your own palate. That's something that Dave and I talk about all the time, and, you know, it's a big concern for us as consumers because if we don't have enough people in the market thinking outside the box, mm-hmm. you with your neighborhood friends and that, everybody go out and buy a different, whether you're doing bourbon or you're doing tequila or you're doing a Cabernet Sauvignon. Some of the wives are you. A lot of men cook, bring an appetizer. Mm-hmm. You might have four or five different bottles of beverage and four or five different appetizers. Try them, mm-hmm. taste them, and then you get a good idea of what's out there to be consumed. Sure. You know, and it makes it really easy to and affordable to do it i love these tastings dave i mean what we mm-hmm. did um a scotch tasting cigar right. dave yeah. uh mick the brit and yeah. i up in uh was it buffalo last year i think mm-hmm. the year before and uh we tried the balvini uh, and yes. every one that they had at the bar i don't even want to think what that bar tab was but uh <laughs> it was it was fascinating in that uh some of them varied radically 
correct. Profoundly, but some were just the slightest nuance. And when you looked at the price point on those things that just uh, varied slightly, mm-hmm. holy cow, that's yeah. 50 bucks, 100 bucks, and it, it was sure. incredible. Yeah, he, but, Dave told me about that. I, I was listening to the show and he was describing it, and I hooked him up with some Belvini because I represent that brand. Mm-hmm. Wonderful scotches. Oh, and it's because of the aging. You're yeah. doing different ages, but. You get a flavor profile from age to age, but yes, it is different dramatically in some instances from a 12-year-old to a 21-year-old to a 17-year-old. Yeah. Because they'll use different barrels also after they do the initial distilling. They'll put it in Madeira cast or Portwood cast or new oak barrels and do that. You know, they're like little mini chemists. Mm -hmm. These guys are... After that tasting, I woke up and uh, Colleen said... (laughs) God, you smell like scotch. I said, good, you drive. <laughs> so, yeah, got me off of that one. So going back to this Angel's Envy, yes. I'm really proud to represent this brand. It's it's dynamic. This is one of the few brands that some of the um, industry magazines and people that know what they're talking about have deemed actually given a 100 rating on mm-hmm. some of the industry information. So... If you can afford a forty-four ninety-nine bottle, or some as high as fifty, or as low as thirty-six or thirty-seven ninety-nine, this is a great bottle to have. That's to try. not bad. That's not do bad it at neat. All. Do with a little bit of water. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you can make manhands out of this, but this is really something you would drink neat. I think so. Yeah. You know, one thing they're doing now, a lot of them in the industry, they'll sell a barrel to mm-hmm. actual liquor stores in some states you know the state controls the purchasing of the product but here in florida individuals buy licenses through the state and they can then sell alcohol Mm -hmm. well there's quite a few uh, liquor stores in this market that actually will taste three to four different barrels of Mm -hmm. angels envy samples blend their own and then have their own barrel so you can get it only at that particular store the flavor profile that their liquor manager or the owner of the business has deemed what he wants other people to try. Mm. I know that you can uh, get your own barrel at, at the distillery itself. I remember. Uh, I, but it's going to be empty. Oh, well, no, the, the whole barrel is at ages. You can go in and sample it, I guess. You can goes, sample it, but I don't think ages? you can buy it through the distilleries. I thought you could. I don't know. Because I, re- I remember going to, uh, I forget if it was ma- where they make Maker's Mark, which of course is mm-hmm. like mother's milk oh, in yeah. Kentucky. Mm-hmm. I actually think some people do put it on their cereal. Mm-hmm. and uh, Or if it was the, the uh, LeBron and Graham distillery. But I remember mm-hmm. they, they said, well, that barrel up there belongs to uh, Governor Patton at the time. And uh, so I don't. Yeah, know. if you're I governor of a state, I'm sure you're getting what you, whatever you want. <laughs> well, yeah, he's he sort of uh, carries a little weight, but <laughs> I, I just assumed that that was available to anybody. But, uh, I don't know. I yeah. know that uh, the ones that I work with, it's usually the owner because they're licensed. They buy a license to the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. So I see. How about this next one I have here to show you? It's okay. uh, out of Dave's backyard. It's Hudson Valley. It's Tuttletown Distillery. I was going to say, is that what he's putting in the koi pond? Yeah. <laughs> they have, in fact, we've had oh, nice. quite a few of the, the owner and the distillers on the show before. Also, it's Hudson Baby Bourbon Whiskey. That's, that's a, just a little stubby little bottle. Yeah, it's a 375. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice, isn't oh, it? Oh, my goodness. 
Wow. Okay. We'll, we'll taste that one next hour. We've got a lot more coming up here on the Cigar Dave Show. This is uh, voice talent Ed Waggles sitting in, or sitting, well, I'm, yeah, I'm sitting, I'm about to stand, because I'm, 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 I'm old and I'm stiff. <laughs> Dave Gavanis, he's looking at me like, when are you going to shut up? No, I had no comeback to that. <laughs> right now. Lots more coming up on the Cigar Dave Show. Stay with us. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show. If you'd like to join the alpha male conversational maneuvers, call me during the live show, Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-DAVE-007. That's Saturdays 12 noon to 2 p.m. Eastern Time at 877-328-3007. This This is CCRN, the Cigar Connoisseur Radio Network. Broadcasting from Humidor 1A in the cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. Welcome to the Cigar Dave Show, your weekly excursion into the world of cigars, spirits, and diversions. The cigar and pleasure-friendly hotlines are open. 877-DAVE-007. Now, fire up a cigar and pour yourself a cocktail. It's time for the General Cigar Dave. Well, my friend, you've come to the right place, but unfortunately the master of the castle or the master of the pleasure palace and humidor 1A is not with us this weekend. But uh, the General Cigar Dave will be back, I promise you, next Saturday. And again, big announcement coming up about a... uh, a pleasure maneuver coming up uh, very shortly in Tampa, right here in the Cigar City. This is voice talent Ed Weigel along with uh, Sommelier Dave Cavanis, and we are really enjoying, uh, we're just really enjoying this we whole are. day, but right, <laughs> we're, we're enjoying the Sindicato Maduro, which was our uh, uh, September Officers Club selection, or one of them. Uh, that's from the, the great, great company run by our friend uh, Jim Colucci, and what a wonderful cigar this is. In fact, I need a... I need to fire this baby up again here. Because Had a lot of flavor. Really yeah, enjoyed it. Really. I, I let it lapse when I was uh, tasting mm-hmm. all these great bourbons that you have. I kept puffing. Oh, man. Well, I'll tell you what. What we want you to do is something a little odd. We want you to ignore the fact that the calendar says October mm-hmm. and pretend it's still September. September. National Bourbon Heritage Month. Because yes. we're still we're still sampling. We're a little yeah. behind here. So, uh, If you could think of September... 11 months out of the year, along with the month, 12 months out of the year, you be a happy person. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Because you know, they drink scotch every month of the year or tequila or rum. Yeah. 
So bourbon, they just highlight the month because it is so important to America. It's an American icon. Whatever you're in the mood for. I mean, sure. uh, when you go to the liquor store, I, I never buy just one thing. I never Correct. go just for vodka or right. uh, for bourbon or scotch or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, it's generally, uh, well, I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say is we run up a hell of a liquor bill. <laughs> <laughs> so what got you into this business? <laughs> what got me into the business? I was a... Um, I was 13 years old, mm-hmm. and uh, a teacher of mine said, uh, you know, you got a decent voice. A buddy of mine makes videos. He makes uh, industrial videos, and he needs a narrator. So I did that, and, uh, of course, uh, that was my first paid gig at the age of 13. Right. And then it was two years uh, after that that I got into radio. So I, I kind of did it ass backwards because normally you're in radio, and then somebody says, hey, uh, could you do my commercial? Mm-hmm. And then it builds from there. And uh, so when I how I got into radio was, uh, see, I thought I was going to be an artist. Mm-hmm. I used to do portraits with colored pencil and pastel. <laughs> and uh, the actor Jimmy Stewart was mm-hmm. coming home to Indiana, Pennsylvania, which right. I lived in a place called Greensburg. Uh, and, right, mm-hmm. you know, well, I went to school in Latrobe, Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. And uh, they said they were, uh, they were doing a 75th birthday party for Mr. Stewart. And I said, would I be able to do a portrait of Mr. Stewart and present it to them? And I called the, this lady. It turned out she was the program director. Oh, nice. She said, well, wait a minute. You sound familiar. And I said, well, uh, yeah, I've done some voice work. And she said, well, wh- what station are you with? And I said, sweetheart, I'm not with any station. I'm 15 years old. She said, well, you're with a radio station now. <laughs> she said, you do that portrait, and I'll see to it that you, that you get to meet the Stewarts. And nice. I did. And, oh, and we corresponded up until probably about the time Mrs. Stewart, Gloria, mm-hmm. passed away. But she thought it was the coolest thing that her husband, Jimmy, had indirectly gotten me my first job <laughs> in radio. And that's how I got Beautiful. into it. So uh, now I'm just a, I'm a voice actor now. I, uh, and that it. voice acting got you to here. Yes. And now got yeah. you with this beautiful bourbon and cigar. Ah, it's and worth the it. general, even though he's enjoying himself right now, he's jealous because oh, we've got some is. of his he's favorite got a beverages. Re- good reason. We've got some good hooch here. And we've got his harem. Yeah, yes. Yeah, that was so nice of him. Usually <laughs> yeah. he takes the whole, you know, Megillah with him, but he left us with, uh, he's with the He's a wonderful keys to the man. Sort of. Yes, and uh, she's... And we—they're lovely girls here. I mean, yeah. Well, let's not get too sidetracked here. Nope. Let's go back to the <laughs> bourbon. Back to the bourbon. So we were talking about Hudson whiskey, which is out of Tuttletown. Dave has actually had Arenzo, which is the distiller, on the radio before. Mm-hmm. This is up in his neck of the woods of New York. This is the first distillery in the state of New York since Prohibition. The area was supposed, the people that created this distillery wanted to put a rock climbing business in so that people could train up in the area to do rock climbing. And Mm. the city council and people of the area said, no, we don't want that. That's (laughs) not what what those type of hippies coming up here and doing that. So they looked up all the laws and they found out they could put a distillery in and they did. That's and they make wonderful product. Well, they do. So what we have here is the baby bourbon, and the baby bourbon it comes is... with a nipple on it. I see. <laughs> You're thinking of that harem. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's a hundred percent corn from the Empire State, and it's got some really nice notes and smooth and soft. What do you think of it? Smooth and soft, buddy. Yeah. Here, score another one. Yeah. Nice. Beautiful. 
Yeah, you know, it's a distinctive little bottle there. It's uh, that's, just a short squat thing. That's considered a three seven five in the industry. They make it look uh, more or less. They do that just to attract people on it. It's all mm-hmm. in the marketing of oh, it all. Sure. But it's a really wonderful little product here. And they do uh, quite a few different styles. They can do a four-grain bourbon. They do a Manhattan rye, a single malt whiskey, or a uh, just a white corn whiskey mm-hmm. where there'll be no aging. So it can't be called bourbon because it for bourbon it have to be aged for the two years. That white corn whiskey. The white I corn. I tasted that in I left Buffalo. Da- yeah. Yeah, that was interesting. Somebody said, well, that's moonshine. Yeah. Is it? Is it, it could I be. Mean, Moonshine's made out of anything, but it's not aged. It's just right out of the pot. Yeah, it was still, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, you can get some flavorful moonshines. Oh, I see it all the time in the in the liquor store. I, you know, I uh, bought the cherries and I had about two cherries and I had to sit down. <laughs> yeah, I see a lot of it out there too, and I don't know whether it's really attributed to the television program because I don't watch that type of programming where they do moonshine shining and that. But a lot of people are curious and want to try something different, and unique, uh-huh. and not all moonshine tastes like grappa. Some of it actually has that nice flavorful whiskey taste. I had never tasted moonshine Uh, when I was in Kentucky. I used to Mm -hmm. go into a little liquor dispensary. You could go in there and just sit around, chat, have a cigar, and uh, drink a beer. And this fellow, it was right across from UK Hospital, University Mm -hmm. of Kentucky Hospital. And I'm sitting there, and and I'm I'm talking to the the owner, who was also the bartender. And the proprietor and I are talking. And I said, you know, I've never tasted moonshine. Well, this fellow walks in. And uh, he had told us that his wife was having a baby across the street. And uh, he said, you've never had moonshine. Well, hell, I make moonshine. You're going to be here tomorrow? I said, yeah, I'll, I'll be here. He said, I'm going to bring you some. I'll bring you down half a quart. Nice. So anyway, I came in. Uh, I wasn't able to make it in that, that next night, but I came in the following. And he said, hey, Mark, did that guy ever bring the moonshine? He said, uh, yeah, he brought it in. <laughs> he drank it. I said, and the guy had told us, yeah, I have cirrhosis of the liver, so I'm just going to sit here and drink light beer. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> oh my goodness. the characters you run into. But, uh, well, in this industry, yes, you do. Yeah. Everybody's thinking outside the box. Everybody's on their own little plane. It's not, if you do it too somewhere. much, you'll be in the box. Exactly. In the bag and then in the box. So this <laughs> Tuttletown distillery with the, ba- the Hudson's, even though it's in the little 375s, it's a really unique product and it's got a nice range of different styles something for everybody i always like to say so it's really good i think people should try it absolutely i think uh you know you you've got to uh, experience the variety because there's just so much stuff out there how can you go into the liquor store and just buy the same old thing i understand you're 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 loyal to a brand or a or a taste it's just like cigars you know Mm -hmm. our officers club the uh, cigar dave officers club um, if you like just one type of cigar, one mm-hmm. size cigar, don't join the officers club. Correct. Because you're going to get a plethora of difference. You're going to get different sizes. You're going to mm-hmm. get, get get different strengths. Uh, me, I go for all of it. I mean, I sure. have a humidor that has uh, some uh, some of these wonderful uh, you know, Maduros, like the Syndicato that we're smoking. Mm-hmm. I have some things that are uh, lighter, uh, Macanudos even, sure. which is about as you know on the lower end of the spectrum mm-hmm. on strength. But, uh, you know, it's whatever you're in the mood for. Exactly. Expand your horizons. Don't be afraid to try new things because there is so much out there. And what's more, there's a lot of other stuff that's in development right now that's coming. You bring up a great point about trying different things. What I would say to people that are 
focused on a particular item that they purchase all the time. I see it all the time when I'm working some of my retail shops. They sell, whether it's a 50 ml, 100 ml, 200 ml, even a pint, 375, you can buy some nice beverages Mm -hmm. inexpensively in the smaller sizes. So yes, I buy my mag or my 750 Mm -hmm. of a particular spirit or beverage. You can buy another type just to try it Mm -hmm. because it's worth either a glass or a glass and a half or two glasses. So I would ask people out there to go ahead and try. Be adventurous. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Because that's what's really going to fuel the industry. Everything has a life cycle. Mm -hmm. If you look at some of the beverages, like we're talking about stuff from the 1700s, well, there's whiskeys from the 1700s, 1800s. They don't even make them anymore. But Mm. in their day, they were the most popular beverage going. Sure. So they've run that life cycle. Just look at an old bartender's uh, guide. Like sure. from the 30s and 40s, what the hell is cream de la well, you know, can't Coke even pronounce or, it. You know, yeah, you can't find it on the liquor shelves today. Well, that's how many sure. people drink a green grasshopper? Probably very well, few. Well, yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen that. You of. know, some of the people are bringing it back. The mixologists are bringing some of those beverages back. But Well, yeah, what was that absinthe kind of made a comeback? Yeah. Uh, just, I think, people out of curiosity buying it. With I bought it out of curiosity. Wood. but Sure. Uh, you know, I'm like, eh, whatever. Exactly. <laughs> So would At you least like, try it, though. So would you like to go on to the next Yes, yes, by bourbon? all means. Yes, by all means. This is the number one distillery license in the United States. It's out of Pennsylvania, in fact. Hmm, it was state. licensed in 1753. Mm-hmm. George Washington used to buy the distilled spirit and use it to fuel the Revolutionary War either giving it to the troops or taking it and funding the war, buying arms or whatever clothing for the troops. Mm. It kind of went out of repair during Prohibition, got resurrected, and couldn't make it. So in the 80s, they moved to Kentucky Mm -hmm. and then really came in Ernst. It's Michter's, changed its name to Michter's, and it's being produced by a master distiller, Willie Pratt, Willie used to work with Lincoln Henderson over at Angel's Envy. Mm-hmm. They both worked together at Braun Foreman. Okay. So they were doing the uh, early times, the Canadian mm-hmm. Mist, the Jack Daniels and all that, Old Forester, all that programming. Yeah. Yeah. Lincoln went on to Angel's Envy. Willie went on to do Michter's, and they make some wonderful whiskeys. And I have their bourbon because they make a straight whiskey, and they make some others that don't get called bourbon. Mm-hmm. So we're going to try that right now. All right. Wow. A little bit of spice on that uh, one. Yeah. Yes. It's a little higher proof, too. It's 91.4 mm-hmm. proof. Mm-hmm. So it's a little bit so. higher. So you got a little bit of heat right yeah. there on the mid palate. But you were asking what makes it a small batch. These are small batch whiskeys. Mm-hmm. They're small production. They just are now coming online with a larger facility mm-hmm. that they're producing their products with. Of course, you're going to get that vanilla from yeah. the new oak barrels. I and like that. Yeah, vanilla is wonderful. I know my wife doesn't care for an oaky flavored um, um, whiskey, libation, or, but yeah, but yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah, I like a, a peaty scotch too. But yeah. she, she doesn't even touch scotch. But hey, most it's up women to you. don't. Yeah. yeah, most women don't. It's it's a flavor profile that doesn't sit well with them. Mm-hmm. Some do, but not a lot. And then you get a little bit of smoke on this. Yeah, yeah, I noticed that. But they do a wonderful job there at Michter's. And um, you're familiar with downtown Louisville. 
Mm -hmm. Sure. Right across the street from the Louisville Slugger is 4th Avenue Mm -hmm. going there. A lot of the distilleries are building tasting rooms, just Mm -hmm. like when you go to California to Hillsburg or some of the towns where they have all the wineries, Mm -hmm. have their little tasting rooms. They have a tasting room coming online probably next year where you'll be able to go sample. Nice. Buy T-shirts and or whatever, but you'll be. Yeah, Yeah, everything's online now. It's everything's available. Just sure. All you got to do is call and order it. Well, this uh, hold that thought there, and we have lots more coming up here on the Cigar Dave Show. It is uh, voice talent Ed, along with Somalia Dave Cavanis, the expert, is with us here on the Cigar Dave Show. You stay with us. You can now listen to the show 24-7, both online and through the General's new mobile app. Go to CigarDave.com for details. The sword, a symbol of strength, honor, and prestige. The sword, the symbol of Monte Cristo. Introducing the new Espada by Monte Cristo. Inspired by the superior craftsmanship of legendary sword makers. Celebrating a unique collaboration between premium cigar authorities. Blended by the Monte Cristo's talented Grupo de Maestros. Crafted by the renowned Placencia family with vintage aged tobaccos. The first Monte Cristo made with 100% Nicaraguan tobacco. Rich, majestic, complex. The Espada by Monte Cristo, a cigar of pure taste and true elegance. Try an Espada by Monte Cristo at your local tobacconist today. And visit us on Facebook and Twitter at The Cigar Life. Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. The brand new Cigar Dave mobile app for both iPhone and Android devices is finally out. If you go right now, either to the iTunes store or the Google Play Store. Search for Cigar Dave and download our brand new app. It allows you to listen to the show live on your mobile device. You can listen to all of our podcasts. The last 10 podcasts are always available. Cigar Dave Daily Briefings. Additionally, it gives you direct access within the app to our Twitter page, our Facebook page. We also have the ability for you to call the show during the show right from the app, as well as send me a text message and an email. We also put in a couple of bonus items. You can get a weather uh, uh, alert as well as an alarm clock. It is the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. You can listen to the Cigar Dave show anytime any place, anywhere. Go right now to the iTunes Store or Google Play Store and download the brand new Cigar Dave mobile app. You walk into a cigar shop, stare at hundreds of choices, and wonder as you take in the aroma. Go with an old standard or try something new? Lead or follow? That's the real question here, isn't it? Next time, choose to lead with a premium cigar from Royal Gold Cigars. Royal Gold Cigars introduces two exciting new premium cigar lines, Casino Gold HRS High Roller Selection and Kismet. Hand-rolled in Honduras with a blend of four distinct quality fillers wrapped in a rich Habano Rosado wrapper, the Casino Gold HRS is a medium-bodied cigar for high rollers who never gamble on flavor. For a robust option, try our bold Dominican Puro, Kismet, meaning destiny, a blend of six Dominican tobaccos. It's bold, smooth, burns evenly, and leaves a clean white ash. There, we narrowed the options. Lead or follow. Visit royalgoldcigars.com. 
Surgeon General Warning. Tobacco smoke increases the risk of lung cancer and heart disease, even in non-smokers. You've got great taste in radio programs. You have the Cigar Dave Show. This is voice talent Ed filling in for the general. He will be back next Saturday. And again, with a big announcement about a uh, big event we have coming up right here in the Cigar City, Tampa. Here with uh, sommelier Dave Cavanis, And it uh, appears that we have a special guest, a good friend of ours from the Western Theater of Operations. European, uh, what did I say? Somebody said... Western, okay. European Theater of, of Operations. Okay. You go far enough west, you'll get there. I've, I don't know what I was <laughs> thinking there. I mean, people are talking to me in my headphones, and they're like, what did I say? But uh, anyway, Mick the Brit. Hey. Are, are hey. you there, sir? Yeah, I'm getting tongue-tied yeah, here. See the effect you have on me? <laughs> <laughs> Mick, well, greetings. Yeah. And greetings to you as well there, Dave Somalia. Dave, how are you? I'm doing fantastic. Boy, Great to hear your voice. For being about 5,000 miles away, you sound pretty clear there, my friend. It's almost as if I'm in the studio with you. It's eerie, isn't it? Oh, yes, I wish it is. I wish you would be here, buddy. We, <laughs> we we have some great bourbon here, and knowing that you're a man after my own liver, uh, yes, you would it, you would be most appreciative of that. Yes, you would. So. Yes, indeed. I, I've just put my beer down and picked up my bourbon here. Oh, there Bourbons you go. The okay. Cat, yeah, there you go. We're all yeah. on the same accord. <laughs> what are you enjoying today? Well, I'm just enjoying a, a good old-fashioned Brit beer called John Smith's. Nice. Oh, yeah, and, uh, I've heard of that. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, just a sort of a general generic sort of beer, mm -hmm. uh, a bitter. And, uh, of course, I've got a little shot of Jack Daniels here as well. Nice. Seeing as we're still talking about National Bourbon. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Jack. Do you have a harem there as well? Uh, just out of curiosity. Uh, no. Oh, no. see, then again, see, yeah. that's why you should be here, Mick. We have. Um, C Cigar Dave left us with the harem. He gave he us sure the keys did. to the kingdom, just not the pleasure palace. He may never do that ever again. Yeah, but. but yeah, how's but, that cushy leather chair? Oh, there, this uh, is the most comfortable chair. I Man, I'll tell you, I, I'm, I'm going to have to get one of these. Well, I'd never be able to afford it, but, uh, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. But no, we're, we're just having a blast here, and I knew we would. I mean, I have not hosted a radio program in 18 years. And the last radio program I hosted, of course, was a music show. So if I... Uh, Start singing. Well, God forbid, we don't want that. <laughs> the people yeah, will be yeah. turning it off all over the world if I start to sing. But... Yeah, uh, yeah. I almost thought you was going to tell us that last track there, that bit, bit of bumper music was Mashkinado. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your long-distance dedication. So, yeah, tribute to late Casey Kasem, but uh, yeah, it's 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 a fantastic uh, day here in the Cigar City. Absolutely beautiful. Hope it's beautiful there in London. I well, guess it we... is actually. Yeah, I the... mean, uh, we um, the sun will be setting here in about ten minutes' time, believe it or oh. not, because of. Yeah. Well, you're five hours ahead of us, right? We're five hours ahead of yeah. you here in London. Yeah. Hey, we're gonna we're gonna hold on to you there, Mick. We're gonna take a break. Thank goodness the sponsors are still with us. I didn't yeah. ruin that for everybody. Stand by. To the Cigar Dave Show.
Okay, I need to hit the bank before we get on the road. Is it your bank across town? No, no, it's right here. Uh, that's a tobacconist. Yeah, I need to pick up some annuities and currency. Did you knock your head really hard recently? I'm picking up the banker by H. Upman. Annuity and currency are two sizes. You know I don't understand all that financial mumbo jumbo. And the banker is a new cigar made with rich tobaccos inspired by the original H. Upman that was created in 1844 by the Upman brothers, who were bankers by trade. It was given as unique present for their most important clients, and the prize cigar was stored in a vault under lock and key. The only thing my banker has ever given me was a calendar with pictures of his dog dressed as pinup models. It sounds like you need a new banker. Only if you're talking about the cigar. Purchase the Banker by H. Upman at your local tobacconist today and look for ways you can crack the code to the vault of the Banker by H. Upman. Surgeon General Warning. Cigar smoking can cause lung cancer and heart disease. Enjoy the latest and greatest cigars shipped directly to you. Join the Cigar Dave Officers Club now and you'll receive three premium cigars every month. Membership is just $22.95, including shipping and handling. Join by going to CigarDave.com now. That's CigarDave.com. Click on Officers Club. If you get in trouble, bring it home to me. Whether I am near you or across the sea, I will think of something to do. I'll be on the lookout for you and I'll find you. You can count on me. Well, if you never knew that the uh, theme to Hawaii Five O had lyrics, well, if you do know, it's because you learned it here on the Cigar Dave Show. How you doing? So glad you could join us. Thank you, my friend. We really appreciate your uh, tuning in. Again, uh, thanks to our uh, veterans, past and present, and those of you on active duty. Thank you so much for all the support. By golly, we support you. We love you very much. I'm here with uh, Somalia Dave Cavanis. And we're sampling uh, bourbons, which we'll get to, and also from the European Theater of Operations. See, I said it right that time. I <laughs> knew I could. Mick the Brits. Hey, how are you guys? Great, Great to be here. Uh, hanging in by our thumbs, buddy. So, no, you're doing, you're doing well, guys. Well, thank I, you. I remember when I was there uh, nine I remember years that too. ago. Yeah, was it oh, nine man. years? Yes, it was. You we did, did St. Patty's Day. Yeah. Well, I did that as well, but I remember that when Dave went down to the uh, cigar retailers convention down there in Las Vegas, I mean Las Vegas, <laughs> and uh, I had to, uh, Dave asked me to sit in there, and uh, man, uh, it was right at the top of the show when I realized what was about to happen from Maui to Miami, uh-huh. you know, from Maine down to San Diego. Yeah. Man, that's a lot of territory the uh, Cigar Dave show covers right there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, I think I got away with it, and you know oh, what? Oh, you did well, very well, very well. But you know what? And Dave's going to hate me for saying this. The general's going to hate me for saying it, but I'm going to say it. Uh, you know, the general right there gave uh, somebody he epitomised the American dream. Yes, he did. There was no, there was no way I would ever would have been able to have done that in my own country, and yet, you know, the general. Yeah, he epitomized the American dream and gave somebody, uh, Johnny Foreigner, a chance to have a go. He, so, he gave uh, you the, uh, the, uh, the fortitude to uh, press forward and uh, do – because you have your own show now. 
well, a lot yes, of people don't so realize don't... you've got a little radio sta- uh, little radio show over there in England where you play rhythm and blues. I've yeah, heard it. Indeed, I, yeah, indeed, I do on a digital station. We're not yeah. on the radio pass, but yeah, oh. we're, we're on all the other forms. Uh, but yes, of course. So well, uh, yeah, and, and like you, Ed, we're we're used to playing music. This, this kind of gig <laughs> where you, where you got to talk in between the uh, breaks is uh, it's a little harder. You know, but, I. Uh, it hasn't been all that difficult today. This is indeed the first uh, talk show that I've ever uh, uh, been uh, a, a part of. Well, I've been, uh, you know, like second banana here and there, but this is the first one that I've been really here in the air chair, you know, yeah. trying to keep together. And I think I've done a reasonably good job. The with general's that. chair, which is humongous. It is. A, and I'll tell you what, in a little bit. I have, like I say, I've been in this business 34 years, and I would say this uh, whether I worked with this show or not. Dave is one of the best hosts. Yes, he is. That I've ever heard on the mm-hmm. radio anywhere, yes. and uh, I'm I'm just we're just honored to be uh, yeah. a part of this, and, uh, well, and I'm, I'm well, thrilled he left him, the harem here. Yes, well, indeed, yes. I hope you're getting plenty of good massages there. Oh my there. goodness! <laughs> I could use Being it too, because I've I've got this pinched nerve in my neck, and it's been giving me twelve shades of hell now for the past three weeks. And uh, I thank Colonel Ange for introducing something called Biofreeze. Mm-hmm. Because I think I should have bought stock in it because I'm using the stuff like water. Mm-hmm. Oh, driving up here. I, I live about an hour outside of the uh, Cigar City. And man, does my arm hurt when I uh, get mm-hmm. behind the wheel of that car. It's just the, 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 down to the last two fingers on my left hand. And unfortunately, I'm left-handed. So that's also the, 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 hand that I, well, so, the arm that I drive with. Oh. So am I. So am I. I'm right. left-handed as well. Yeah, I couldn't but, take uh, any pain pills, obviously. But... Uh, um, Ed, uh, you was uh, in the previous hour. You was talking about when we did a vertical taste testing. Yes, and that was last year. It was when last we was year. At the ba- it was last year when we was at the Valentine. Yeah, I know how quick time goes. Okay, okay. But, well, but see, that, we didn't make the Valentine this year. It was oh, it would have been last year. Okay, I got you. Yeah. All right. Yes. So, Lose but, track but of time. That, that's the perfect example where guys, you get together, four or five of you. Chip oh, yeah. in some money and then go go through the uh, make making notes of your tasting, how it looks, how it tastes, and the flavor, and then you'll come up with you know a a a, a blend mm-hmm. that is really good, you know, a good price point yeah. and uh, ticks all the boxes if you like. Because like Ed, there were very small nuances, but the difference in price was astronomical. Yeah, and, that, that's what shocked me because one yeah. bottle was like uh, you know fifty, sixty bucks more than the other one, and I well, didn't you know really what, notice the. What difference. brings that on? Listening to you, the both of you talk about that is availability. Some of those older mm-hmm. vintages, you don't have that many bottles, so well, it comes down true, yeah. to what the market will bear if you're looking for an older vintage or even a unique vintage might be younger years but there's not that much there it's going to drive the price of it up mm-hmm. so yeah well, well we uh, we had a fun time and hey buddy it looks like we're going to uh, be getting the gang uh, together here pretty soon for a a shindig, a shindig. Who uses that word anymore? I just dated myself. <laughs> you'll uh, go back. Uh, you'll do what alpha, days there, alpha male, alpha male pleasure maneuvers. Let oh, me yeah. say here there in the go. cigar city of Tampa, Florida, USA. So I'm sure we'll uh, we'll be seeing you uh, before too long, and that'll be great because uh, mm-hmm. we love going out and uh, getting to interact with uh, the listeners. Plus, they get to see what our mugs look like. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, Hopefully yeah, not. I'm, they're I'm, too dis- Hopefully they're not well, too yeah. disappointed. Well, exactly. When you when you came back with the uh, Hawaii Five O bumper, I had flashbacks <laughs> to Mick the Polynesian. Uh, <laughs> oh God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Those Scary. those pa- those pictures are probably still up on the uh, Cigar Dave website. I think CigarDave.com. Of oh, Mick, there's another. 
Yeah. Get up. Oh, my God. Yeah. So, Mick, tell us about England. What's going on in England right now? Well, we're into uh, October. Now, the the weather here has been uh, remarkably mild and pleasant. We're still experiencing temperatures in the upper 60s, which is most unseasonable. Hmm. And uh, in September, we had one of the lowest rainfalls for September here in London. So uh, that's not a bad thing because, uh, you know, the, the heat uh, uh, and the uh, fuel that you use to stay warmer has not been able to be needed to be used. So, uh, yeah, the only losers there are, the, I guess, right. the energy companies. But um, we're in, um, politically, we're in convention sen- uh, sessions right now, as you guys would say, mm-hmm. each political party is having their, their annual conventions. And so mm-hmm. it's all very, it's been all very political, shall we say, at the moment. So, right. uh, which is another reason to enjoy the <laughs> cigars and uh, libations and wow. get away from all of We're that. We're enjoying our syndicatos and uh, our uh, bourbon. Yes. So, yeah. yeah. By the way, you po- you posted an absolutely beautiful picture of uh, uh, Dusk in London uh, the other day on uh, Facebook. I don't know if you tweeted Facebook. it out, but... Uh, of course, uh, we're on um, all of the social media here on the Cigar Dave Show at Cigar Dave on Twitter, and of course on uh, Facebook you can, and of course on Facebook you can find uh, Cigar Dave as well. So uh, that's right, yeah, Cigar Dave Show on Twitter. Yeah. And uh, I'll, I'll, what I'll do, Edwin, uh, when, when we finish here, I'll tweet that pe- picture out at uh, yeah, okay. At Mick the Brit. That Sounds good, Twitter. buddy. Well, listen, yeah. the producer's giving me a dirty look here, and it, uh, I, I probably deserve <laughs> it. But I think he's trying to tell That's me. That's because you uh, got the girl that he wants uh, from yes. there. He, he was waving to me a while ago, and I knew he wasn't just trying to be friendly. But uh, I think we have to take a break, so uh, we'll be back with uh, lots more here on the Cigar Dave Show. Mick the Brit, we love you, buddy. Thank you so much for joining us, and we look forward to seeing you in the not-too-distant future here in the Cigar City of Tampa. And, of course, our listeners, uh, hopefully they'll join us, too, and we'll have a blast. Trust me. <laughs> Much more on the Cigar Dave Show. Hang in there, my friend. Listen to Cigar Dave anytime, anywhere, with podcasts of the show. Download them through iTunes or visit CigarDave.com. A.J. Fernandez Cigars, known for producing consistently highly rated and sought-after cigars, is proud to unveil their latest cigar, New World. New World is a unique cigar which pays homage to the discovery of the then mystical smoking leaf called tobacco by the Europeans when their ships landed in what is now called the New World, a medium to full-bodied cigar with an amazing aroma. Smokers of New World will experience elements of sweetness, spiciness, and a very balanced and refined cigar. New World is a beautiful box-pressed cigar which is composed of a Jalapa binder, Viso Amatepe filter, Condega Lajero, Esteli Finca, Soledad Lajero, and wrapped in a beautiful dark Nicaraguan wrapper. New World, a first-class cigar proudly launched by A.J. Fernandez Cigars. Experience this exceptional cigar and embark on the journey with New World. Stay connected with A.J. Fernandez by visiting us at www.ajfernandezcigars.com and follow us on Facebook. Hi, I know everybody's familiar with the 95-rated Decade one of the finest cigars ever made and produced by Rocky Patel. Well, he outdid himself. I'm here to introduce a new Decade Cameroon. It's got a beautiful African Cameroon wrapper on it. And when you put this wrapper with the wonderful blend of the Decade cigar, it just takes it to another level. 
you get that little sweetness on the back of your palate. You get the cedar, the hickory notes with a little bit of spice. You know what I want to do? I want to just sit in my backyard or on my patio or a bar stool and enjoy the cigar. You can take it all the way down. I tell you, Rocky, you outdid yourself on this one. And if you haven't tried it, it's going to be at your local retail store. Go get yourself one. You won't be disappointed because this cigar, man, does it smoke great. Someday When I'm awfully low When the world is cold I will feel a glow Just thinking of you And the way you look tonight Yes, your love with your smile so warm And your cheeks so soft There is nothing for me But to love you Ah, yes. Sing it, Pally. Sing it. Francis Albert Sinatra. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. You've come to the right place, like I say, but the guy that's normally here isn't. That is Cigar Dave. I am voice talented along with uh, sommelier Dave Cavanis. We are tasting bourbon here. We're, uh, of course, uh, uh, the uh, um, Bourbon Heritage Month ended uh, a couple days ago, but we're we're holding over, and, and we're still paying tribute because it is the American beverage. And uh, We just wouldn't give it up. And, Fran- and we just heard from Sinatra. Now, Jack Daniels came out with that uh, Frank Sinatra Sinatra version. bottle, right? Yeah, I bought a bottle of that, and I think I ended up giving it away to wow. about everybody that came over to the house, and I, I, I might have one shot of it left. Yeah, it's a higher proof. I got oh, presented plenty. Dave with a bottle of it when it yeah, first came out. That and, was nice. Uh, very nice whiskey, Jack Daniels. It's a sour mash from the neighboring state, Tennessee. Yes, so very nice. They battle back and forth between Kentucky and Tennessee on who has the best whiskey. Uh, so it's just your flavor profile, what you enjoy the most. Right now we're doing bourbon, uh-huh. 51% at least corn. And most of the whiskeys that we've tried today, they have more than 51% corn. Mm-hmm. They're usually around 75, 70% corn. So you have a mixture of rye and barley in with them. But corn is the main ingredient in your in your uh, bourbon whiskeys. Mm. Very good. Some of the best of the best here today. What, mm-hmm. What's up? Uh, what's on deck now? Well, what's up now is the Utah Distilling Company, which uh, no one thinks of whiskey when you think of Utah. I certainly would. They wouldn't. have a checkered past. You know, mm-hmm. the Mountain Men started drinking whiskey, and there was whiskey recorded on Utah all the way back to 1826. Wow. You know, going out towards the California gold mine mm-hmm. or gold fields, which would be the 1840s. Sure. And then um, it kind of went out of business there in the. 1870s you know you had the temperance movement out west which kind of fueled prohibition Mm -hmm. so everything kind of lied low but then in 2007 this group got together and made the first legal distillery since 1870 in utah and they put out a really delicious whiskey uh, different styles called high west whiskey 
High West Whiskey. High West Whiskey. You know, here in Tampa, where we're sitting anywhere between five feet and 20 feet above sea level, Mm -hmm. things age differently here. As you go out west and you're in higher altitude, whiskeys or anything distilled or fermented will age differently or quicker. Yes. I did not know that. Because of the height. So... uh, you know, where it might take more years to get a whiskey over here in the east because we're not as high in elevation as it is over the west with the Rockies, mm-hmm. you know, things will age quicker. And there's a lot of new whiskeys. I have some coming out of Denver, uh, Tin Cup, which is highly sought after. That's coming on in our Tampa market real soon. And there was a couple other ones I saw recently to sell. But this is High West. The first one we're going to do is the American Prairie Reserve. Okay. And it's going to be a blend of corn, rye, barley. Barley? Yeah. John Barley corn must I? Uh-huh. Nice color. Very. It's going to be a six-year-old whiskey. What do you think? Mm. It's a, it has, certainly has a sweetness to it. Yeah, well, that's the corn. Yeah. You know, here it's 75% corn, so you get a little bit more sweetness. If it was a rye whiskey, it'd be a little drier right. on your palate and all that. Oh, that's pleasant. And then another bourbon they actually make is called Son of Boorai. So Son of Boorai. Boorai. So I think my ex-wife's called me that before. Boorai. <laughs> but it's only aged five years. Uh-huh. So we just tasted a six-year-old whiskey, okay. and now we're going to go ahead and taste a five-year-old whiskey. All right. What do you think of that? Different? This seems to, yeah, this has something extra there uh, right across the center of the tongue. Um, to me, it's a little drier. Mm-hmm. You uh, taste in a little bit. You don't taste as much of the vanilla or the caramel yeah. that you would out of the oak because you have a year less of aging. So in that time frame where it got to age the extra year, mm-hmm. the caramel flavors, the maple, the sugars of the oak barrel are coming well, more kind into of it. together. Exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. So it's a year a little different. So it's more for somebody that likes a drier style whiskey like a Jack Daniels. Mm-hmm. You would like Son of Burai if you're a true bourbon aficionado and really want something a little bit more bolder and bigger. You would like the American Prairie Reserve. Yeah, I'm going to have to hang around with you more often. This is uh, educational and downright tasty. Come on up from Sarasota. We'll I, go to Burns. I absolutely. But uh, all, these are all uh, available at your local liquor store, uh, right? Pretty much. Uh, you know, we're talking here, Tampa, and I'm sure mm-hmm. throughout the country, there is availability of some of sure. these. On the Woodford, it's everywhere, oh, yeah. as is Angels Envy, Michter's in Hudson Bay, maybe not as much, mm-hmm. or the High West. I'm just not sure of other markets everything i presented here today is in well distribution Mm -hmm. throughout the tampa and the florida market so if someone's coming into the state from somewhere else they will find it in their local spirit store yeah well i I think i'm like will rogers who said i never met a man i didn't like i I don't think i've ever met a bourbon i don't like no these are all great yeah very nice and very soft and it's it all comes down to your flavor profile what you really like or what you can afford and that's why Mm. dave's a big proponent of it oh yeah that you should have friends and with your friends everybody brings a bottle to the party yeah and then have someone bring a little bit of food and you enjoy them all out and then you find what you really like and see what compliments what 
you know, the neat thing, and I had touched on it earlier, like the Hudson comes in the 375. If you're worried about price points, you don't have to buy a 750 or 175. Some Mm -hmm. of these don't come in a 175. Most of them only come in 750. But they do come in a smaller size, whether it's 375. Even some of the whiskeys come in 50 mLs or 100 mLs. Mm -hmm. Buy it and try it. You never know what you might like. I tell you. Well, I'm easy to please, apparently. <laughs> so, wait, wait till I go home and I'll say to Colleen, guess what? I'm going to go and spend about 300 bucks at the store on bourbon. She she might lock me out of the house. You don't tell her that. You no. just say, just honey, do look it. what I brought you. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, this this is uh, always enlightening whenever we do these uh, tastings, mm-hmm. Dave. And, uh, and uh, like I say, I guess we'll be doing it uh, later this month with beer. Mm-hmm, and then sure. as we get uh, closer to the new year, we always have the uh, the show here on the Cigar Dave Show where we feature the uh, various champagnes and sparkling wines. Yes, that's always a fun one. Yeah. Because Dave likes to uh, talk about his French buddies. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And He's... things like that. But it's interesting because most people call champagne, sparkling wine champagne, which it's synonymous. Mm-hmm. But, you know, sparkling wines can be made throughout the world. Oh, sure. Yeah. You know, it's the spritz or the carbonation they put into it. And uh, it's always fun to get those non-French champagnes. Mm -hmm. Because even though the French have been making it and created a unique environment and product, it's always nice to get it from somewhere else in the world. Spain makes great cava. Germany has some... You know, wines, Australia, California has a plethora of oh, yeah. good sparkling wines, just like these bourbons all throughout the country to where we're in New York. Of course, we're in Bourbon County, mm-hmm. Kentucky. We're up in Utah. And there's others uh, right here in the state of Florida. Mm-hmm. We have a distillery from St. Augustine's, Florida. Mm-hmm. They've got whiskey in a barrel. They're just waiting for it to get oh, a little really? age on it. That'll be a bourbon because it's over 51% corn. So you'll have one here in the state of Florida from St. Augustine. It'll be coming online here in two years, which I can't wait. I I got to taste some of the raw product Mm -hmm. where it's unique because it hasn't matured enough, Mm -hmm. but you can taste the qualities going to be there because of the way that they put it together and all that. It's just an endless um, amount of things. Uh, if, if it isn't out on the on the shelves right now, it's in development. That's a good thing. Yes, that's one thing yeah. that's, like I had mentioned earlier, whiskeys are very popular right now, and I think they will continue to be so. Mm-hmm. Vodka's number one. Rum is very advantageous and popular, but whiskeys are sure. really the way to go because you can find something of your own ilk. Mm-hmm. It can be your own whiskey. You know, vodkas, you're going to usually mix it with something else. Whiskey, you yeah. drink neat. There's some vodkas that you don't want to mix. We run a vodka kick um, about six, seven years ago, my wife and I. And we went out and bought every kind of vodka that mm-hmm. you can find. Sure. And you would think that vodka is a vodka is a vodka, and no. it isn't. No, there are very uh, major differences between some of those vodkas. Some are made from grapes. Sure. Some are made from uh, potato or rye, is it? Or, sure. Yeah. You can make it from any grain in that. Yeah. And a lot of people will say, well, I've got this vodka that's been distilled oomph amount of times. And mm. it's like, you know what? I like a vodka that's distilled once. Why do mm. I want to keep distilling out the impurities? Is it that bad that you mm. have to do it? <laughs> I drink a particular vodka, Stolichnaya Elite, mm-hmm. or Stolichnaya, and sure. they don't distill it five, six, seven times. They only distill it once or twice. So you get a really nice flavor profile with it. And that's definitely a 
bottle you pull out of the freezer, pour it in your glass, sip on it, and life is really good. Yeah, I generally don't pay. I don't buy the the, the Chirac, which I right. love. Mm-hmm. Normally, I just yeah, pick up Smirnoff. Right. And because either I'm putting clamato juice in it. Right. And I know some of you are turning up your noses at that. And my wife does, too. But I like it. Yeah. Or, I may, you know, you can make a martini out of it. And sure. it isn't uh, like uh, some rot gut. So I'm, right. I'm, I'm easy to please with. Uh, you don't have to buy the most expensive thing. Exactly. Yeah. Hey, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Sommelier Dave Cavanis. This has been a blast. This has been very fun. I'll tell you. I can't wait to see the general again. Well, and me either. And hear I've... his story about where he's been and yes. what he's been doing. Yes, it's it's going to be tantalizing, or it is tantalizing. I want to thank uh, Cigar Dave for allowing me to fill in. This is Voice Talent Ed. And Mick the Brit also for joining us. And I hope to see you very soon. Remember, big announcement coming up next Saturday when the General returns to this air chair about a big thing that's happening here in the Cigar City of Tampa, Florida. For now, you have a good one. Remember, we love you. Stay safe and, uh, and remember to duck. <laughs>